0: This is CliffCentral.com The Buzz on CliffCentral.com
1: A very good afternoon to you, and you're listening to The Buzz here on Cliff Central. I'm Nikita Camacho, and I've got Duncan. He's driving for me this, well, this lovely Friday. <laughs> hey, Duncan.
2: Hey, hey, Nikki.
1: <laughs> so we're going to have a good time. Yeah. So Jason is out and about, and we'll catch up with him later, and so is Jen. So, I don't know if you've been seeing the news lately, Duncan. We've got quite a bit going on in celebrity news, local celebrity news. So, our favorite Food Network star, Siba Mutungana, she actually had another little project this week. And that actually involved the birth of her new baby girls, Bukhle. So she always has this great timing when it comes to celebrity. Well, when it comes to her show, and I always find that whenever she has the birth of a baby, there's a new show coming through. So let's see. I think there's got something to do with the whatever magic they're working in the kitchen there at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of other celebrities, we have—I don't know if you've seen on Instagram, but Nang is up to something in LA. So she's been snapping up a lot of pictures there at e-entertainment. So we don't know what the rumor, what the rumor mill has for us. Some people claim that there is a show. Um, she really is living the high life. Just a shoe collection lately. I am envious. So this week what we saw with what we saw was a show, was a Grammy show. It was massive. You know, just hot on the hills where Kanye West said that he was in debt of $53 million. And I still thought, hang on, dude. How do you ask Mark Zuckerberg for money on Twitter? Seriously? You're on the wrong platform. Speaking about that, we're going to go across to, to Jen. She's actually in Dubai for the Taste of Dubai Festival. And she'll let us, up, let us know about more entertainment news hey
2: there nikita and duncan i'm in dubai for the worldwide launch of taste the feeling the new global campaign from coca-cola here's a snippet of the acoustic version performing live So awesome Of course, that commercial version is also uh, produced by Avicii with Conrad Sewell on vocals. Now, speaking of vocals, it might be a few days after the Grammys, but for Adele, that nightmare just lives on for her. Apparently, she's still crying after the sound went awful on her performance. I mean, I felt so bad for her. After the Grammys' sound debacle, Adele tweeted that the piano mics fell onto the piano strings, which made it sound out of tune and made Adele's voice sound out of tune. Just awful. The after parties at Plenty of Drama 2, a Jimmy Kimmel live after party at Hollywood's Argyle, showed cameras recording Paul McCartney, Beck and Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins being turned away. Rapper Tiger was being blamed for them being banned from entry, but he said he doesn't control the guest list. New York Fashion Week is in full swing with the celebs and even though Kanye West was dissed badly during the Grammys, it was his night when he launched his album and his official clothing line, Yeezy. In the audience, it was Kim Kardashian, Northwest, and Lamar Odom, for the first time in public, came out there, among other celebs. And, of course, it's just nine days to go before the 88th Academy Awards takes place in Hollywood. The Academy will also be hosting viewing parties in London at the Hamyard Hotel in Soho and in New York at the Rainbow Room in Midtown Manhattan. The Oscars takes place at the Nokia Theater in L.A. on February 28th. The Buzz, I'm Jen Su. Now back to you guys.
1: Okay, so the, as you can see, the Grammys was busy, busy, busy. And Duncan, I don't know if you saw what happened with Kanye West lately with his new song. He said that he actually owes, well, sort of owns Taylor Swift. So her interview, well, not her interview, her acceptance speech, she won Album of the Year. She's the second woman in history to do so, twice in a, twice in a row. And she actually said, you know what, there's going to be naysayers. Technically, mm-hmm. she's saying that haters are going to hate. Mm-hmm. So I just think he's looking for publicity. So moving on from the Grammy news and entertainment, we have our guests, well, a guest for the day in studio. And going from the drama of, this, of the Grammys, we're going to the drama on stage. So while we're welcoming in studio, my diva magic. It is Irith Noble and Oluwetu. Welcome. Well, thank known as the magician. Eh? Yes, <laughs> the, I'm magician. the magician. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming through. Thank you. Well, you didn't come through a magic carpet because you put yourself <laughs> as the magician,
3: eh? <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> so I just wanted to find out. So what are you guys doing at the moment? And just what is your show all about, the cabaret show?
0: It is a comedy cabaret magic experience. Um, and it is about nothing. Oh, it's nothing. about having fun. It's about Pleasure and joy and eye candy and silliness and iconic old world glamour. That's what it's about.
1: Oh, nothing. Yeah, just don't. Isn't it nice? You just come in,
0: kick off your shorts, watch the show, feel good, go home, go.
1: What was that? about? Oh, that was just about fun for once. So do you have. So is every show different then? if you're telling me it's about nothing?
4: No No, no, no So you do
1: have a structure I'm just seeing that People aren't aware Of what the show is about Until they take their seats And they get into it Right
0: So it's about Glitz and glam And um, having fun And and just letting go Of all the troubles Leaving them outside But the actual format Of the show Is very slick We are We glam We like to glam it up (laughs) It's glamorous The, The music is quite old school Um Um, I do cabaret, like comedy cabaret, so it's very, it's iconic, you know, it's sexy and it's sassy and it's tongue-in-cheek and it's got a wink on its face, and then a (laughs) wink on its face, how beautifully put, wow, give me a job in radio, (laughs) immediately. and then Olweto um, is an award-winning magician who's worked all over the world. And look, he's only 24. Look how oh, beautiful yeah. he is. Oh, yeah. so he <laughs> very young, it. award-winning, oh, I
1: you're know. snazzy as well. I'm like, oh, thank not bad looking <laughs> <laughs> either. That's, you know, it must be the magic touch. Right?
3: <laughs> thank so, you very much. So yes. what is
1: your role on the show? On
3: the, r- my role on the show, I will be the magician of the show. So I will be performing my award-winning act. In this show, this is gonna be my first time performing my award-winning act in Johannesburg. If you've seen the Glamipulator performing on TV, now it's the chance that you come and see it live. So I will be performing with my partner. She's gonna be singing. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be dancing in the show. She's gonna be also doing some magic
0: well. let me tell you this guy is so good that i 've actually learned magic just by, by like osmosis just through spending time <laughs> with him. Um, no, what I actually did was i I just worked on a couple of really. Silly ass magic tricks That I've made up myself I own those tricks Anybody wants to use them There's a TM right up in the corner exactly. They have to pay for the
1: rights though. They have to pay for the rights You have oh, to yeah. get some royalties out of it The thing
0: is as well That I, I think my magic um, acts as a foil To really show how fantastic he is So that's it And then Oh you don't sing Hey that's a pity. No, yeah, then you'd I see How great yeah. I am <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just the comparison Coming through there Oh yeah <laughs> So um, So Irith How did you actually Get a part Well how did you Actually join the show How did you be involved with my diva like magic. The diva, diva magic.
0: But it's the ma diva. I said ma diva. Okay. It's the ma diva, bro. Oh, okay. I see where we go. I see where we go. No, so I'm the ma diva, and he's the magic part of it. Okay. And um, the way the whole thing, it, it kind of grew very organically. It it uh, it was a little seed that plopped out of this gentleman over here. Our studious gentleman, uh, Jean-Pierre Marie Klein, and he's our producer. And, you know, I haven't actually checked this with him, but from my side, what happened? <laughs> well, was, you're, you're, yeah. your, your points of view. If I'm yeah. Wondering. From my perspective, this is how I saw it. One day he said, um, why don't I buy a comedy magic? Blah, hey, how about a show that's cabaret and magic together? And I was like, wow, yeah. that sounds like a <laughs> really weird idea. And the next thing I had. A full brief and um, a partner and a venue and a fantastic director who's also a fashion show director um, and has also been an entertainer himself. So he's very focused on the look, the glamour, the lights, the tech of it. Um, and so here we oh are. Yeah. It was just literally a little germ of a thought. Um, and that's how all these creative ventures start. It's just a little... G- 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 Gareth Cliff, hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Four <laughs> o'clock in the morning, he's lying there thinking, oh, wonderful. I should start my own station, and bam, and then the next thing, you know, you take the steps and you do it, and then it manifests.
1: And then you speak about a lot of glamour. It's going to be, you know, cabaret, and obviously I've got this wild imagination that how amazing this is looking. Mm. So how does the costume Good. design come into it? You know, obviously is everything a lot of feathers, sequins, the looks.
3: Oh yeah. Um. When I when I do my card act, um, you, I've, I've got the. Beautiful costume. Um, and by the way, my stage name, they call me Glamipulator. G- Glamipula. Glamipulator.
0: Glamipulator. Oh, there it's you like go. It's like Glamipulator alligator. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Because I'm,
3: um, I'm a sleight of hand uh, artist. Um, I specialize in manipulation where I produce things, cards, umbrellas just from nowhere. Can you produce money? Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> <easy>. that's, <laughs> <easy>. that's the <laughs> job. That's the job of
0: the show, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, in
3: the show, I've got my beautiful glam costume. <laughs> it's the nice tails with the glittering. Everything is just shine. It's beautiful. It's the show that you can't miss.
1: So you talk about your tricks. So more about manipulation. So yes, is that yes. more? So you don't do disappearing acts. You're not going to make any of us disappear in studio today.
3: Probably no, no. Not not for today. Yeah, not if you're not. good. Oh, no,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm good at being bad. That. Ooh, well then he
0: might make you disappear, you see, and he'll ooh, know where to find you.
1: That's fine. We'll talk about that later. No? Uh, yeah. So what are the tricks are you talking about? So you say you got a lot of cards. You. If you had to take me through a, a magic trick, for example, yeah. how would that work?
3: Oh, yeah. For you, I can do a nice special card trick.
1: Okay. So, oh, he's yeah. holding a deck of cards in front of us here.
3: Oh, yes. With me, I've got the 52 cards. Um, If you don't mind, would you mind just stretching your hand? Okay. okay. Let me
1: stretch through, yeah.
3: Okay, cool. Awesome. Here, I'm just going to give this deck a shuffle. A shuffle. Do you want to shuffle or can I shuffle? Okay, you can shuffle. Can I'm shuffle. not that you good. You trust me? Yes, I trust okay, you. Okay, cool. Awesome. I'm just going to give this deck A quick shuffle Just like this And you're going to do me a favor Let's just fix these cards Uh, What I want you to do I want you to select one card
1: Okay
3: Just pick one card Any card Anyone Anyone Take one Okay
1: So I've got my card
3: Okay Do you want to show it to your friend
1: Okay Duncan
3: here Okay Okay, Cool Got the card Okay I want you to put the card Right back in the packet So that I'm going to close my eyes
1: Okay So put it anywhere
3: Yes Anywhere
1: Okay In between Okay Let's put it Yeah
3: Great. Awesome. You're done? You can give the deck a quick shuffle. Oh, okay. Any shuffle.
1: I'm not as pro as you. It's like, <laughs> how terrible is this? It's like shuffle, shuffle, pick up 52 cards if I drop it now.
3: <laughs> okay. All right. Three questions. Okay. What do you mind need to find your card in an easy way or a, a wild way or a hard way? Which one? Uh,
1: wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Yeah, we need, we're need. looking for the wow factor here on the board. Okay.
3: Okay, so if you keep in mind, if you know the wow way, it is also a hard way. Okay. Because I must actually make you to go wow! How did you do that? Yes. Okay. Check this one. Okay, I'm gonna shuffle these cards just like this. One card is going to jump on top of the packet just like that.
1: Okay. No. No, no, I didn't oh, say I'll that see, was your I'll card. You. Okay, okay, cool, cool, So it's cool. gonna jump like that. Okay. Okay,
3: cool. Check what 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 card is this?
1: Okay, so that's a uh, king of what's a king of diamond? King of
3: king of diamond, yeah. and that was not your card, right? No, no. Look, I'm gonna take the King of Diamonds. I'm gonna give it a quick twist like that. Okay. Was that your card?
1: Holy shit. That's impressive. That is impressive, eh? So our card was a uh, four clubs. Oh. It's magic. It's magic, clearly. It's magic. Uh, hello. A card just transformed <laughs> <any> in <kind> front of our <laughs> face. From the king of diamonds to uh, f- well c- four clubs. Oh clubs oh, I'm ter- I'm too clever <laughs> Can you actually hear spades? You see? I don't even know What I'm talking about <laughs> You see I don't even play That many chords
3: Okay But in my oh diva my magic God. show I will be making Furniture fly Furniture fly On stage I'm, gonna tell, I'm not going to tell you What it is Okay not
1: too, Okay, Just yeah. a little snippet So furniture is going to fly on stage
3: It's going to fly on stage It's going to be beautiful music It's going to be beautiful I'm going to make the furniture Just fly Not even touch it No camera tricks No strings Nothing
1: Oh, I'd be a bit. Str- I'd be a bit worried. No, I'm no always, as long as yeah, as long as you're sitting in audience and it's fun and no, f- no flying furniture at my head.
3: <laughs> no, no, no.
1: So you don't go home and you do these tricks to your mother.
3: Ah, uh, probably I do. My mother, <laughs> she loves magic. I always, I will learn a trick and then I'll go and show my mom and say, look, mom. This is the trick that I came up She'll be like, oh, my boy, you're good. You're even better than David Copperfield. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay, no. I think I'm better, but not like better than Copperfield. But yeah.
1: They always say, so, you know, your mom's always going to be your number yeah, one fan. Yes. So how did you actually get into magic?
3: When I was young um, in 2005. So I've been doing magic for more than 10 years now. I studied magic for six years at the school called College of Magic. It's in Cape Town. Um, so
1: how old were you when you started there?
3: I was 11 years old
1: Gee, I didn't know you could go from such a young age <laughs> to magic school
3: Oh yeah, so I went to the school The school, it's a NGO So I went there, got a scholarship to study for 6 years In the school, they're not only focusing on magic So they teach you basic in juggling Basic in mime and clowning and drama Um, Introduction into a theatre course um, so that six year course They they teach you You learn a lot Because we are kids From all different backgrounds From poor to rich And we come into this one space And we share the art of magic So that was the wonderful six years And the career didn't stop Entered competition I've performed all over the world I've been to China Las Vegas um, Italy UK I'm Doing this art of magic And now I'll be here in Sentinel.
1: Oh my. How do so you oh, didn't even know burned. that? I didn't even know that you could actually go to a magic school from such a young age. What do you think? It's, it's very Do you like think it's very, just it's magic? it. I I don't, just, you yeah, know clearly. That just <laughs> comes to you. Like you wake up one morning and be like, furniture's flying around. Okay, cool. Where's the deck of cards? I'm getting out there. So then you traveled and you went, did you do all. The manipulation Is that what Like you said That's your talent
3: That's my talent uh, I I like to specialise In stage magic A sleight of hand um, I do also Close up magic uh, So um When I go overseas I would enter competitions Sometimes I would have Opportunities to go and make some money make some living out of (laughs) it so i'll do contracts um so that's that's my career and that's what i'm doing i'm a full-time entertainer magician yeah that's
1: amazing so beautiful so now now you're going to be in sanson you know you're going to be putting on the show so people have up until when is it so it's starting on the The, 22nd 22nd of february to the 27th of february
0: And we've got two shows on the 27th. Um, so one is an afternoon matinee. Uh, and the show is kid friendly. friendly. (laughs) Okay. So, so, so you can bring your kids on Saturday afternoon to Santon Theatre on the Square to see my diva magic.
1: Okay. So is that one not as risque then? Um, you know what? (laughs)
0: I, I, I have a, um, you know, the same as you have your board in front of you. Oh, yeah. My board is in my head. So when I see the audience, I can generally, just but it, it is family friendly and I have other avenues and areas where I can express the, you know, the other sides of my creativity.
1: So just <laughs> tell me something. Is it just the two, the two of you? Are you a two person show?
3: Yes, it's just the two of us. Yeah. Just
1: to take, so how long is the show that the two of you get a show? You know, you have to run a show, just two people. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, I'm panicking just thinking of it.
0: <laughs> it's it's verging on an hour, it's a nice fat little theater experience. So it's like um Magic set-up trick with wardrobe, everything, and then cabaret with, I mean, you were asking about the glamour, with drag. I mean, I'm actually a female, but I'm a drag artist. Um So, and then songs, and you know, so it's a little bit of of taking your mind off the magic, and then going back to the magic. And now and again, we interact with each other, and of course, that's so much fun, because... I mean, there's nothing better than just having a guy with you on stage and say, hey, Oeto, isn't this fun, bro? <laughs> and, there's never, uh, and
1: there's never a dull moment, so I'm sure as
0: well. There's never a dull nope. moment. No, of course not, no. <laughs> so, And you can see more about the show on um, Madiva, Madiva with a V, madivamagic.co.za, and then also see more about Alweto himself and me, myself, um, and then you can come and watch us just... Take that stage together. So then, oh, are yeah. you
1: are you both on social media as well? Yes. yes. Okay. So what is what is your um, in on
3: Facebook? You can find me. It's always to Glamipulator Janji.
1: Okay, Twitter, and, so you're just Facebook. For <laughs> yeah, now. just Facebook. Okay, just Facebook. so that's the only magic there with it. <laughs> <me>. <laughs> and, um,
0: I'm also old school. I'm not on Instagram yet. I'm on Twitter and it's Erit Noble, mm-hmm. which is spelled I-R-I-T. Erit Noble. And if there is anybody in Johannesburg who wants to come on Saturday night, Ikes and Boxburg. Oh,
1: really? Um, okay. at the
0: Live Arts Little Theatre. Doing a very different show to my diva magic, my own one woman show, cabaret, not cabaret, comedy, kind of a little bit more. Mm. And then my diva magic, the whole of next week is just, there's just glitter in the air suspended the whole of next week. 22nd to the 27th of February, Santon Theatre on the Square.
1: Perfect. So if you if you missed that, go get your tickets. They're going to be there for a week. Get the glitter, the glam. Be ready for some magic, flying yeah. furniture, some cards. <laughs> it's a great thing to go check out. And also, thank you very much for coming to studio. Thank, thank you. you. And thank where's you. Gareth? Because I was told by
0: my PR person <laughs> that I wasn't going to have to sit on a chair. Okay? Oh, really? That I was going to be able to sit on Gareth Cliff's lap. And that's actually why I'm here. So uh,
1: <laughs> we'll go see what we can do. We'll go find him. Come on, man. Magic. We'll do Make something. Make it happen. We'll do it. <laughs> You're listening to The Buzz here on Cliff Central. I'm Nikita Camacho. We'll be back after the music.
0: This is cliffcentral.com. There's
4: no reason or explanation.
1: And that is our with obvious. You listening to the buzz here with Nikita Kamacho on Cliff Central. So we just had the cast of Madiva Magic, and with more magic for the day on our Friday, we're switching it up a little bit, and we're talking to Topaz G- Page Green. And if you don't know who she is, she's here. She actually just ran. Well, not ran here. She was here from the free state. She just drove up. And welcome to studio. Thank you very much. So we're going to be talking about the Lunchbox Fund. So if people aren't aware of it, what is the Lunchbox Fund all about?
5: Um, Well, to give you the elevator um, scenario, uh, basically the Lunchbox Fund is a non-profit organization that I started over 10 years ago now. We're we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary this year. Um, And we're a non-profit organization that provides a daily meal to impoverished, at-risk and vulnerable school children in rural, peri-urban and urban um, township schools across South Africa. And for people who aren't actually aware of it, this
1: is a project here in South Africa and it's receiving a lot of attention internationally. So you have a lot of celebrities on board and like dignity you have Desmond Tutu who's on board. You are from Phoenix. Did I see Beyonce's name there the other day? She has contributed in the past. Yes. So you see, people aren't aware of it. You know, that celebrities are out there giving back. And
5: here in South Africa now, we're trying to get the ball rolling, yeah. To get more people involved. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the idea. I'm, in the last 10 years we've built the charity from feeding 100 children a day um you know starting very humbly in Soweto and we've grown significantly um since then up until now and we're now feeding 13,000 kids a day you know in in early childhood development centers primary and secondary schools and in focused after-school homework concentration and skills development groups. Um, and up until now, a lot of our support and a lot of our funding, the majority of such has come from international sources and partly it's because I do a lot of work there. But, uh, you know, that was the last 10 years. The the next 10 years is about elevating the awareness and the, um, Funding and the support within South Africa. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. So,
1: what is your goal for the next, well, say so the next 10 years? You know, you started 10 years ago. You started with such a small, fo- a small number of kids. What is your aim for the next 10 years? How many kids do you think? Uh, how far are we going to raise the bar?
5: Well, you know, that's a very good question. <laughs> um, you know, we've had the Cape Wine auction and ETV be incredibly, and consistently supportive of the cause And it's about having more institutional And corporate and foundation And individual um, backing from within South Africa And um, to be able to raise that You know, there's over 12 million kids Living below the poverty line And government feeding programs reach Around 8 million of those kids So there's a large gap of children that need help That's, you know, around 4 million children And a lot of those kids are in early childhood um educational stage of their life and if they're not getting the proper nutrition they're not going to be avail- um well they they're presenting at primary school as school unready and uneducatable and really a lot of that has to do with nutrition so when you ask what the goals are for the next <laughs> 10 years well it's to reach those kids to reach all of those kids so that there's not a single child in this country that's set back because of something as simple and repairable as a lack of nutrition. So then you talk about, you know, you're standing in Let's talk well
1: just taking a step back. So you go into the schools. At the you started with Soweto, now you've gone
5: across are you across all provinces at the moment? We are we are incredibly happy and incredibly proud to say that um this year we have become nationwide and we have presence in every province and what we want to be doing is becoming um is increasing our numbers in the rural areas and increasing our, our numbers of children in areas that are difficult to reach. You know, we do a lot of work in Johannesburg and around the Cape Town township areas, and it's about getting to those places that just aren't as easy to to um, monitor and, and and take care of.
1: And a lot of the rural areas, like we, I was at your presentation for the 10-year anniversary, and I saw that you spoke a lot about rural areas. And you have a lot of field workers who actually go out there, and they're not actually accessible places as well. And I think it's amazing that in a rural area that people don't have much communication or just that via word of mouth. So people have become aware of the Lunchbox Fund and the incredible work that you're doing. We
5: do. We have an incredible amount of support that comes from, you know, ETV has done a few presentations um, and, uh, and, and featured us in the news. And from that, we have an incredible amount of outreach from within rural places of requests for help and requests for assistance. You know, we don't want to impose our program where it's not wanted or when there's something that would be preferred we, we we like to implement a program when we know that it's going to be valued and where we have buy-in from the community and community support and you know at this point we have 27 field workers and food preparers that are from within the community who become eyes and ears of the program and feedback into what we're doing um you know to make sure that everything is on the right track and that is
1: actually such a small team 27 field workers to go across the country nationwide To make sure that these kids are getting a a full meal, so they get a meal. So it's it's school. It's a school week. The kids will come getting a meal. And um, can you just explain to people what actually the lunchbox is? Because I don't want people to think it's just a, um, it's just a random sandwich or something that's a handout. That it's actually there's a lot more thought that goes into the process.
5: Yeah. Well, we make sure that it's important to us that kids get something that makes them feel considered and loved and cared about, and we, we, we put a lot of attention into the meals, and our meals are hot, and they feel like home-cooked meals, and they're also all nutritionally fortified, so we ensure that children get a varied diet, that there's something different every day, and um, that the foods help mitigate the issues that you see from a lack of nutrition and lowered immune systems. So um, an example of meals are... Soy mints and uh, fortified immuno meal, rice, beans, lentils, Samp, sugar beans. We have soups and soup mixes. We have Vita drinks and milk powders that are all fortified. So children are really receiving the nutrients they need to be able to do well in school, to be able to learn, to be able to be prepared, to be able to get healthy minds, brains, bodies and um, receive their education. So then also while the
1: kids are actually receiving these meals, they're receiving a hot meal. And I think it's also that great sense of community that they can
5: sit together, have a meal, share, and, you know, that they don't have to, that they actually feel special. It's a very powerful and it's a very important thing. And to be able to draw together, to be able to have somebody sit there with them and eat with them, um, and for kids to be able to gather and chat and you know I mean in in some of the places the meals are actually served in a big bowl and all the kids you know take handfuls at the same time and it's a wonderful it's a great initiative and I think people aren't actually aware of how little just tell us how much is it per meal because
1: I was actually shocked how much it is per meal that people think you know just to help with charity and you always
5: think I don't have a lot to spare to help others you know it is 250 to feed a child and that includes our monitoring, our evaluation and our delivery. And to consider the fact that you can make such a massive difference in, in a child's life, just to give you a quick anecdote, we were in one area, there was a boy who was born without arms and his mom did not take him to school. You know, she, she would leave him at home and she would go and work in the, um, sugarcane fields. And when she, when she heard by word of mouth that we were, providing meals at an early childhood development center nearby she actually now walks the boy on her back to school an hour each way every day and this boy is thriving in the school and you know costs two rand fifty to feed him and what a radical difference two rand fifty can make you know one thousand rand is four hundred lunches five hundred rand will fee- feed one child like this boy for a year for an academic year and provide an incentive for parents to go the extra measure to take and keep this boy in school i think that's absolutely incredible like duncan when last did you hear 250
1: could do such a change to a person's life
3: i know most people buy cigarettes with 250 you could feed a child that's amazing
1: I didn't even know you could buy cigarettes for three hundred and fifty. You see, I don't smoke. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but that is, I think it's such an incredible initiative and in that you started this 10 years ago. Like what actually, how did you actually get started? How did the Lunchbox Fund, did you just, were you doing charity work and just decided, okay, this is
5: a great idea or how did the idea actually come about? Um, I mean, I've always, I've always believed in the humanity of ensuring that every person has the basic right to having something to eat. Um, you know hunger is solvable, uh, but i was I was home, and my school teacher, my old school teacher Gillian Wilkinson, who did community service and still does do community service in Soweto, invited me to come along with her and i I went to the schools and I was very moved by by the work and what I was seeing and In the last school that we went to, it was break time and I noticed that several children were sitting separately from the others, and when I asked the teacher why those kids were sitting aside like that in a way that appeared odd, she said very matter-of-factly that those kids had nothing to eat, and they didn't want to have to watch or be near kids who could bring a little little something eating. And it was a lightning bolt moment that changed the rest of my life. And, you know, 11 years ago, not having any idea how I was going to do what I was going to do, we... We sat and we made a plan in that moment, and Jillian was very strict with me, and she said you can feed a 100 children at this school for one year, not one child more, not one day more. And I think it's an important thing when people feel overwhelmed by making a difference or doing good. People inherently want to do good, but get overwhelmed by what that entails. And setting small, manageable goals and things that you can succeed in, you know, and be patient and we we started we set up a plan and figured out what it would cost and what it would mean to provide a meal to a hundred children for a year and it, it meant for me going back to New York and raising $5,000 and I, in 24 hours I had $6,000 and suddenly the world opened and I said aha <laughs> I can do this and you know it's been an absolutely wonderful journey and it's grown remarkably since then in all shapes and forms and and you know, no kids should have to go to school hungry. No child's education should have to be compromised because they don't have access to nutrition at, at 18 months old. Um, and we can make an urgent difference. And I, I would really like to call on, you know, South Africa to, to join us and to support us in what we're doing.
1: Especially, you know, there is a South African initiative and in that people are helping, like you said, across the board. You raise the money in New York and you come, you know, you between there and here. And to have other people, let's say other celebrities, we can also, there are so many South Africans here, South Africans, cele- well, even celebrities. They are, you know what, just jump on board. We all have like 2 50 to spare. And also, you know, $500, Rand, you can feed a child for a year. And the whole point about the Lunchbox Fund as well is that you don't just contribute once off. You know, you have to stand with them and think about, you know, this is to feed a child. This is to help with their education in order to give them the best start that they can have.
5: Which was, Which was what I would say is the ultimate sustainability. It's a very, you know… It's very buzzed to say it has to be sustainable. Well, feeding a child, in my mind, is the ultimate sustainability because they're in a place to get education and to become functioning members of society. But I'd like to add another thing, which is that people very much um, avoid getting involved with charities and this kind of thing or because they there's a lot of cynicism about where money goes yes. and how funds are allocated. And on one hand, it's a valid concern. And on another hand, it's a way to avoid... Being vulnerable or emotionally affected by the inequality and the and the and the difficult things that are out there in the world, and I just think that as people we have to be bold and we have to do the research and stay their bubble. Uh, don't avoid mm. doing it because you can you can blanket statement that rubbish happens. Do the research. Find something that you can trust. Find something that you can believe in, and just get behind it because it makes your world a better place to be in, and. Aside from that, um, with the Lunchbox Fund, 100% of our overhead, and we run a very lean ship, and 100% of our overhead and our admin costs are covered by our trustees. So the the fact of the matter is that 100% of absolutely any contribution that we receive goes directly to our programs, directly to feeding kids, directly to making sure that we make the strongest, most powerful difference that we can.
1: And then there 's also another way that people can get involved, and it is through your feedy app Indeed. so if people are 't you know people are aware of Uber for example, so there is a feedy app, and I was playing around with it and what 's amazing about it is that you can take a picture of your meal and there are certain restaurants that are participating and then they donate is that is that correct
5: yeah it 's a really fun way to get involved um, through social media and you know we we 're all about staying abreast with innovation and we created an app which is the first ever foodie philanthropy app and foodstagramming is very popular in this day and age and if you download our app Feedy and you go to a restaurant that's a partner restaurant of ours that you can see on the map that you'll see in the app when you download it, the restaurant donates the equivalent of a meal for a child so you take a photo of your meal, post it on the Feedy app platform the restaurant donates a meal you get to do what you love, which is take food photos and restaurants get to feel happy that they're out there in the public for doing good and kids get fed so it's a win-win so
1: if, you have, if you're if you not aware of it please go to the app store it is called the Feedy app and then you'll be doing your own contribution to the Lunchbox Fund so if they want to know more information about the Lunchbox Fund where can people find it?
5: more information is via the website which is thelunchboxfund.org and you can email us info at thelunchboxfund.org and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, which is at the Lunchbox Fund, and, um, yeah, Facebook. We're okay. online. <laughs> You're online. And then
1: you can see all the incredible work they're doing, and this is our appeal, actually, to, you know, celebrities and to you. You know, all our listeners, if you have, you know, like I said, you've got $2.50 to spare, come on, 500 rand a year. You'll feed a child, and let's jump on board the South African Initiative and show people international well actually the americans to say hey guys this is a south african initiative and we on board and we're here to help the kids thank you so much topos for coming into thank studio you. and we will keep up to date with it good and then we'll just go into music and then we'll cross over to jason and see what he's up to and that is the chain smokers with roses it's actually quite a sick song that's a perfect chill to get into the weekend so if you're just joining, you're listening to Nikita Kamarcha here on The Buzz on Cliff Central. And we just had Topaz Page Green from the Lunchbox Fund. And she was just letting us know how we can contribute and what we can do to make a difference. Like, come on. Seriously, don't you want to be involved with the fund well, initiative that has Beyonce tied to it. You are in Phoenix and we can all get involved. So speaking about initiatives and trying to do things, we've got Jason. He is online. Hello, Hello Jace. Are you? Hi. How are you? I'm
5: hot, but I'm You're good. Hot. I'm cool. You hot?
1: Okay. Are yeah. you hot? Are you actually? Okay. So if you don't know what Jason is up to, he is actually, actually at the Daredevil, at Daredevil run. Yeah. So, so we're
4: hanging out at late. Um, okay probably about thirty two degrees at the moment, uh, at the finish line. Um there's already a couple of guys donning their purple Speedos and it's just gonna get more and more full of them as we edge our way close to three o'clock, which is when the run starts. Um I don't know if you can hear in the background, but Watershed are actually doing a little bit of sound checking. Remember Watershed. Um there yeah, so <laughs> are here. <laughs> so yeah, they'll be um They'll be performing at the finish and welcoming people in as they finish their five-kilometer run. And, you know, it's just such a cool vibe. It's, you know, there's a beer tent here, there's uh, jumping castles going up, lots of nice food, and I said, say the weather is incredible. Um, and it's for a good cause. It's obviously for male cancer awareness. Um, you know, I think it's one in seven. I stand to be corrected, but one in seven people will be affected by cancer in his or her life lifetime. Um, so it's a big thing, you know and we really need to raise awareness for it. Uh, prostate cancer affects guys over the age of 40 and testicular cancer actually affects the younger generation. So it just really is something that, you know, we need to draw attention to and, and highlight it and hopefully uh, get, get some closer to a, a big, uh, you know, a, a big cure, so to speak, um, and, and sort of limit the amount of, numbers as well so, so yeah it's going to be a good day out I so cool. are
1: you are, are you in a purple speedo
4: i have my purple speedo on i oh, do you? i haven't robed yet you i do I haven't anyone just yet <laughs> i think just before three o'clock i will derobed um and then um we'll see yeah so uh, it's, it's like the battle of the christmas boys it would appear because ben yeah. is running so is brent and um and i'm sure a few other people as well but yeah Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to scar anyone too much.
1: <laughs> yeah, <'cause,
4: laughs> them away. Yeah,
1: because Duncan and I, were sitting here in the studio looking, oh, and we can be picturing you on the phone in this purple speedo and you're saying it's blazing hot there. And I'm like, please don't get a sunburn so that next week when you come into studio, you're going to be bitching about a sunburn as well.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, with my coloring, it's, it's pretty much impossible not to <laughs> get some sort of color, um, Some sort of, I wouldn't call it a fan. I'd rather say, I'm gonna get burned. A I'm gonna here. go I'm gonna red, gonna and then I'm gonna peel. So by the time I come back to studio next week Friday, I should be all in the clear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, Jay, so we're gonna wish you luck. Are you gonna? Okay. I just wanted to check with the race. Are you going to take this like super serious like you do with your triathlons? Is it going to be quite no. serious? Or are you just going to just wing it and you guys are just going to you know run it? But try and keep all your goods in place while you're doing it in those speedos.
4: Well, yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the main objective here yeah, is that we have to keep everything in place. Um, you know, obviously yeah, there's a buggy smuggler so there's <laughs> everything in the right places. Um, and yeah, so it is a, it's not a race. It's, they've called it a run. So everybody's just going to have a duel. And, you know, it's, it's not it's not about having a six-pack or being the most toned individual around. Look, there are lots of those. Mr. South african in print had him on his show, John O. Oh, yes. Um, he was actually he, super-cut and he makes us all feel fat and ugly <laughs> most of the time. But um, he's here and then there's a whole bunch of other dudes, who, you know. And there was a guy asking me on Twitter the other day if there was a size 46. So oh, yes. you can imagine he's a he's a big lad. <laughs>
5: oh, and gosh. um
4: it's just all about raising awareness and raising the you know, the alarm bells, so to speak, of uh, cancer and how it affects us all. So, um it's gonna be a very chilled one. I think there will be a lot of walkers. Okay. And um I will also probably be taking it very, very slowly. I've got my ankle wrapped as well, a little bit oh, injured. Oh goodness. So, you know, we don't
1: want to hear excuses. We don't want to hear excuses. We don't want to hear excuses. You're going to run. You're <laughs> going to do this dash as quickly as possible. Sh- just show show Brit, the good stuff, show Brett and Ben that you can do it, that you can run. Outrun them, okay? That's the what you're to do. Style, yeah. yeah, the best style, okay. So if you just joined in, it's are chatting to Jason. He's at the Daredevil Run. They're going to outrun cancer. And you've been listening to the buzz here on Cliff Central. Jason, we just want to wish you luck. Have fun with Thank your speedo. You. Take lots, lots of pictures. And we'll see you I'm, in studio soon. No?
4: I will do that. And just quickly, if everyone wants to see what's going on, the hashtag is Daredevil Run. Okay. Um, hashtag Daredevil Run. And that's where everything's happening. So awesome. it's, um, yeah, you'll see lots of fighting smugglers, you'll see <laughs> lots of phone, lots of, yeah, just good find. It's And a if good... you are in the Johannesburg area or Cape Town or Durban or George or Nelspruit, just head on through, uh, go check out the hashtag and get through to support this run. I think it's a great call.
1: And it's so, a good way yeah. to start the weekend, guys and speedos. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks so much, Jace. Good luck. And then Cheers. we'll chat to you soon. Cool. Lecker. Cheers. So, like I said, that was Jason and you listening to Nikiza here on The Buzz. Thank you very much for joining us this week. Next week, we should have Jen and Jason back in studio. So, have yourselves a great, fantastic week. Until then, Duncan, thank you so much for joining us. And have a good one. Thanks, everybody. Cheers.
4: This is